I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Hello, Mortgage Branch Managers. It's Todd Screema and Jim Reed and the lovely Robin Lavasser. And we're talking today. Uh, this month's podcast is about leadership, i.e. transferring fear. And um, we're just going to bat this one around. Uh, I, I Here's what I'll tell you. Uh, I'm having a conversation um, last night with a friend of mine. And she was talking about her kids and how... Um, they are having some problems and how to be a better leader for her children. And I said, um, I don't really have any of those fears um, because I act how I want my kids to act. And we got in this discussion and I believe that 70% of what kids do and what they learn, they just watch you. It's not the preaching you do at night to them and the, you know, all that it's, they just watch you. So if you don't cuss a lot, right. they don't cuss a lot. If you're smoking and say don't smoke, they're going to smoke. So they just watch you. I believe that's leadership in a company and in a branch. So they just watch you. And what uh, the reason I think this, this topic is timely is I, I know all of us have had people in a leadership position that have been tipping the scales on fear-based. So that's, we want to talk about that. Uh, I, 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 when I say all this, I, 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 we're not saying be fake or put on a face or never, don't be transparent. So I want to define some of this a little bit. Jimmy, why don't you take a stab at this? Uh, yeah, you're saying don't fib to be to like don't don't be misleading them, right? You're saying hey, well, you, you got to be a realist, but really what you're saying is that leadership is parenting, which is what I always say. I don't care if it's parenting your kids or not. Like I think of all the the guys and girls that work for me, the way I think of my kids, and I don't mean that I love them the same way because I don't. I don't want to mislead anybody and false advertise. I mean. I would get in front of a train for my kid. I promise you that. So for the people who work for me, I think of it like parenting. In other words, when my son was scared, I put my arm around him and pick him up. Tell him it's going to be okay because I know it's going to be okay. And then tell him what we're going to do to get him get through it. Isn't that what leadership is? And isn't that what our loan officers need? Yeah, it's scary. I'm a little scared too. But we'll get through it. Here's how. Here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you for permission to hold you more accountable. If you give me permission, I promise I'll keep my end of the bargain. I promise I'll tell you what works and what doesn't. I know I'm right. To me, that's leadership. And I, know I oversimplify stuff, dude, but I just think that's all it really takes. And then, and then leadership by example is which is what you said is above and beyond the most important thing. Be the first one, be the oldest guy and the first one of the office, be the oldest guy and the last one to leave. So Jim, uh, there's a, there's a, um, there is some people not acting like that. So I wonder, and listen, it's okay to be scared. I don't want to like, Oh, yeah. you know, everything's fine. Rates went up, yeah, yeah. you know, four, four and a half percent in three months. Um, 
you know, the industry is going to go through a hard time. That's the truth. So, so, so when, when does someone, in your opinion, when does someone tip to that other side, like, oh my God, (laughs) the sky is falling and we all need to run. Never. I'm being dramatic. I don't, I don't honestly don't think ever. Like if you're ever feeling that way, what I do is I have a peer group that I reach out to, to calm my ass down. Honestly, like call my buddies that are in the same position, me in different States. We have a freak out mode. Someone slaps us all around and we get back to work. So you can, you got to have an outlet for that. I'm not saying you can't be a human being. And keyword there, you said peer group. You didn't say I go into my staff and no. have a meltdown. You literally said peer group. I think that's a big miss for people, right? They have a their 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 vulnerability and and call it fair or unfair, you guys. But could you imagine if the president was sitting amongst all of us, going, "I'm scared to death. What's next?" We'd all be like, "Dude, you." I don't know. Now we're really in trouble, right? Like that, it, it's so important. You imagine right now if Todd was freaking out and calling every single one of us going, I'm really scared. Are you really scared? Can we all be scared together, right? Like that that would be a disaster. And so I think that sometimes as branch managers, we're close to our people and we're not using that. I just, I just want to hit on that point, Jimmy. You said, I call my peers. You don't walk, you don't go call one of your loan officers and say, I'm freaking out about my P&L today. You literally go talk to a peer that also is running a PL and that can help you through the mindset. Yeah. And then you fix it. Yes. And then you fix it like right now. Like if I like one of the things I've I've always said about I like I'm a I'm a gut guy, right? We teach this class called Knowers, Thinkers and Feelers or Head Gut and Groin or whatever it is. And it has to do with how, how people make decisions and how people process information. And I'm a gut guy. That means I make decisions quick and change them slow. Right? And so I always tell people, hey, man, I could make the wrong decision three times and figure out the right one before most people ever make a decision. And I think that action is key. You laugh because you know I'm right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I do. I do that. And I I think it works for me. I'm not saying it has to work for everybody, um, but I'll give you a tactic around this. You have a sales. If you don't, if you're a leader of a branch and you don't have a sales meeting once a week, I just slapped you. Have a sales <laughs> meeting once a week. Have an agenda. At your next sales meeting, the reason for the new sales meeting, if you're not doing it, is dominating in the new market. So title it dominating in the new market and have a sales meeting every week. And then the first thing you do is say, listen, before this, we didn't have a sales meeting every week. I'm sorry about that. Moving forward, we're going to have a sales meeting every week and I'm going to expect you all to be here. You have to be here. It's a requirement now. Are there any questions on that? And then they'll be there. The second thing you do at this meeting is you go around and give everybody a chance to talk and then they will enjoy the meeting. You do not have to fill all the content, which is why everybody skips them. You don't have to fill all the content. You could just start the first meeting by saying, what's on your mind regarding your job? What's your biggest fear moving forward in the next market? Write them on the board. Oh, agree with them. I understand that. I felt that way before. It'll be okay. And go around the room. Just do that. I'm telling you, that's magic. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah, I, I, I think one of the misses in those meetings, Jimmy, is what you just said. One, you try to fill with content. And two, you don't come prepared with any content. And so what you're doing is you're literally getting into those meetings and your people either feel like it's a waste of time or oftentimes, even more dangerously, they feel dismissed 
or like you're, you're, you know, you're feeding them a line of bull. I, I hear that a lot. Or, you know, we had a, I, I told, and, and, you know, he would laugh at this, but my, you know, my branch partner, he used to go into a meeting when I was a loan officer and he would make a statement and say, Hey, as everybody's kind of talking and, you know, chit chatting and he'd walk in the room and, and sometimes he'd even run a minute or two behind schedule and he'd show up and he'd go, there's a lot of payroll in this room. Listen up. And I'd say, Hey, so later as we became peers, I said, can I pineapple you on that? It's, you know, having a tough conversation. I said, when, when we're paying people, what we're paying them, Nobody cares about your your direct PL, you know, as you're, you know, as you're taking off to a two week European vacation. Like it, you're not that, that there's a big miss there. And it's not that what you're saying isn't relevant because you're right. There is, but a better way to say it would be. And so I just I want to hit on this point for a minute. A better way to say it would be, hey guys, I want to get you home to your families on time tonight. So let's get started. It's the same thing that he's thinking with better phrasing that's about what betters the people, not themselves. And I think one of the things in this in this current market condition with P&Ls and with branch managers and with the fear overall is that branch managers are going into these meetings, these one-on-ones, this, they're either avoiding or they're showing up scared. And that fear comes out in dictatorship, weird little nuances, instead of making it about somebody else's success. I want to know that if anybody doesn't make it, and some aren't, some aren't going to make it, right? I want to know as a leader that if they don't make it, they knew that I did everything I could possibly do to help them succeed. Period. End of story. Not that they did everything and they failed me. Like I want them to feel like, hey, that this is Robin gave me everything that she's got. And then I was inspired to go do everything that I've got. And if it doesn't end up working, it doesn't end up working. But we both were in alignment that my success was at the forefront of this. And I think a lot of people are like, you know, I, I literally heard from a from a loan officer, you guys, that their branch manager said to everybody, all staff in a branch meeting. Our PL took a hundred thousand dollar hit last month. Now we say those things, and I don't think we realize you think that that's going to inspire everybody. It's not. So make sure that what you're saying and how you're saying it is really, really well thought out. And if you struggle with that, gosh, seek help, right? Seek some advice on it because. Or invite a guest star into the meeting, right? If you're not really good at motivating yeah, your hold people. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's one thing you just said I want to emphasize. So what it does when you say we just took a $100,000 hit on our P&L, like my P&L is not making no money, but that's no one's business, really. I mean, it's not their worry. Their worry is them. But what it really does, and this is something you got to believe because I promise you it's the truth. I've made the mistake. What it really does is make the really good employees look for a new place. Yes. Not the bad ones, not the ones you want to scare off. The ones you scare off are the last mice off the ship, okay? Like the smart ones see the hole in the side of the boat, and they go on the first raft off. <laughs> right? So you really got to think about as far as like, you know, we manage originators, Todd. Without them, how many loans do we have? Zero. Not very many. Uh-huh. Zero. <laughs> got to remember that. little little yeah. like... The three G's come from a, a, a heart of gratitude. It goes a long ways in times like this. It's yeah. Like a long ways. Anyway, 100%. Um, 
how, how does someone gain the self-awareness to know that they are misspeaking, they are saying things that are silly, uh, they're showing up late to the meet? Like to me, going back to the parenting analogy, if I show up late to a meeting and without a process, which would be the agenda, I'm teaching my loan officers to do the same thing on sales calls, show up late and don't have a process. And of course, those are the two, two of the worst things you could do on a sales call. So, but the, the, the ego seeps in. And I think some leaders are like, they can wait. I pay their salaries. They can wait. You know, yeah. it's like that ego comes in and that lack of self-awareness. So does someone have a tip on that? Because that's, it's not yeah. easy. Yeah, I do. Join Next Level Coaching. <laughs> ah, I like that. That's a big I mean, one. Around, like the answer is join Next Level Coaching, our coaching program where you're around other people running branches and you're getting coached with other branch managers every other week. And you talk about these things and you're like, oh, my gosh, I've made that mistake. Like, I'm just going to tell you that every mistake we've talked about, I've personally made. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Yep. But I don't anymore. Yep. Right. Because I'm, I'm I want to grow. And I want and the only way for me to grow, Todd, is to surround myself with people bigger, better, and also want to grow. Well, and I think, I think you have to be willing to let your team tell you that you have food in your teeth, right? I think you have to be willing to ask questions about, you know, and, and have somebody who's a temperature check. You know, when I, I love to ask the harshest person, like everybody knows they've got somebody who's hypercritical in their group. Hey, the critical person, what did I do today that inspired you, right? What did I say today that maybe that bugged you or that came across wrong? And I've got thick skin, so let me have it. Because how are we ever going to grow without feedback? And I think we have to be humble enough leaders to actually test the water and get the feedback. In addition to that, if you, because you're the branch manager, are thinking, well, I'm the branch manager and... And, and sometimes that's out of fear. Sometimes it's out of ego. Maybe it's a mix of both. But you're not you're not feeding your own self in this kind of market with podcasts, with books, with inspiration, with things that you can pass on to your team. I'll tell you what, you guys, I'm not that smart. I really am not. But half of what I, one of my loan officers said, I'm on to you. You are constantly reading, listening to podcasts, doing all these things, and then turning them into lessons of mortgage. You caught me. Why I do? I invest constantly in my mindset, my heart set, so that then I can pour it in to other people because I know they're so busy that they're not doing it. So if they can get clip notes from me that'll make a difference, I'm all in. I don't think enough of us really take that leadership place as a training, right? We think that the, the leadership place doesn't, I just entitled branch manager, therefore I am. That's not true. You have to sharpen your skills, especially in markets like this, and really be willing and able to pour into your people and then feel inspired and want to be led by you. Because otherwise, it's one more reason that maybe the mortgage market's too hard, that they should look at another company, that they feel like it would fix the problem, and and that you don't want to be in that predicament. Hey, yeah, real quick. Conversations I'm literally having with my guys right now. My number one sales guy, okay? He's really good. Like, he's pretty freaking good. And, uh, and he's been pretty successful and it came pretty fast, which is dangerous, right? It's pretty dangerous because you can feel like you've arrived. I've had that three times in my career and all three times right after that feeling. Um, but he said to me and he said it jokingly, but whoever it was that said in all jokes, there's a little truth is probably accurate. He's all, I wonder what else we could sell. I'm like, 
What are you talking about? He goes, well, I wonder if they're hiring at the Honda dealership. Well, doesn't matter, bro. We're mortgage guys. Like, burn the ships. Yes. Burn the ships. There is no other option. Yes. Don't consider another option. There's Ever. no plan B for plan A. There's no right? plan B, man. We're doing mortgages. People are going to be buying houses for sure as long as I'm alive. And they're going to yep. need a loan for sure as long as I'm alive. And there is for sure enough loans for me and my people. For sure in any market. And you have to you have to move forward with that attitude. Yeah. That's what I think about leadership, Todd. Really good. Really good stuff. Guys, I'm I'm gonna end with something and I don't want it to be I, I don't want it to be fear-based, but uh, we are a mortgage company. We do try and recruit people. If you're a branch manager and you're not sure if you're at the right company, there's going to be a lot of chaos. And, and this is the part where I, I hate it when people over-dramatize and try and control people with fear. The fact is there's going to be half of the mortgage companies around in a year. It's just a math equation. Half the processors, half the underwriters. You're not going to go from a $4.4 trillion market to a $2 trillion market and not, you know, have half the people leave or get laid off. So what, what, how that affects a branch manager is I do, uh, I had three interviews to maybe, I've never purchased another company, but it's something that I'm looking at, you know, because I'm pivoting, right? And I did three interviews in the last month and I couldn't put any of these three deals together and these companies are losing so much money and they don't have much left when that runs out or they reach a certain number. Like one guy told me when I get down to $4 million net worth in the company, I'm out. I literally will shut it down. He started with 12. It's Ooh, down, to five. Long, it's down to five. Too long. Yeah. He waited too long. It's this is rough guys. I mean, it's rough and I'm not saying some of it's perfect, but we're a highly, highly capitalized company and one of the oldest mortgage bankers in America. And we're pretty freaking good at doing the mortgage thing. So highly capitalized means we don't have no debt and you're a really good saver. I just want to yes. break it down for that. <laughs> and a really smart businessman and yeah, visionary. You, know, you don't spend money on nothing and you don't have any debt. So you know, you're not, you can stick, you can get through a tough market. To, like, listen, here's the deal. It's two years of a bad market, seven years of a good one. It always has been. It always will be. You got to muscle through two years. We're about nine months in. Yeah. That's what I think. But That's leadership right now matters. It feels, it feels more and more accurate every day. Yeah. But leadership right now matters. And when a loan officer potentially leaves you, it can create a domino effect. Okay. Um, and it is very dangerous. And, and literally, people don't leave companies. They leave people. And sometimes we don't want to believe that, but that is the truth. If we are self-aware enough to acknowledge it and then make sure we are pivoting to change it and being the leaders that we are meant to be, that we should be honored to be um, to all of our people. hundred percent. Robin, if I'm a branch manager and my company just shut down, how do I get a hold of you and say, Hey, would someone interview me? How do they get yeah. a hold of you? So let me give you, I, let me actually give you my personal cell phone number. So it is five, four, one, Six zero six two two eight one. It's also list, listed on summitfunding.net forward slash Arla Vassar. And I, I mean, you can reach out to Summit Funding in any way and say, I want to talk to Robin Lavasser or Todd Screema about maybe looking at Summit Funding. I will tell you, you guys, this this podcast, the coaching, the development, um, leadership in these circumstances matter and constantly, constantly fueling yourself with the vision and the positivity to get through markets like this really will be the ones that end up coming out smelling like roses. 100%.
Guys, thank you very much. Rob and Jim, thank you very much. Guys, let's have a great month. Bye, guys. If you liked this episode of the Be Your Best series with Todd Screema, make sure to register for new episode notifications at www.beyourbestseries.com. And don't forget to leave a five-star review and share this series with someone you want to be their best. Send an email with any questions or comments to beyourbest at summitfunding.net. Summit Funding, Inc., NMLS ID 3199, Equal Housing Opportunity, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.